Oh boy, we got a big show for you today. Major, major announcement coming from Apple. The new iPhone 15 Pro and 15, uh, as well as the 9 Series Watch, as well as the the uh, 2 Ultra. Uh, so I don't know if you guys are going to be getting your new Apple iPhones or watches, but the new watches go on sale today. We're going to have a big show talking about the breakdowns of them. No, we're not. This is Show Me the Money Club live Tuesday. This show is sponsored by Apple. <laughs> the, yeah, Apple, if you're watching, uh, oh. I, have the, I have the 12 Pro Max, but I am going to the 15 Pro Max. Uh, I usually do three years in, in uh, order, so this is the third year. So uh, that's, that's the, the only thing that I don't agree with, Chris. That's the only thing I don't agree with you. <laughs> you're an Apple guy. I'm an Android guy, so that's it. Yeah. Well, we got a good good show for you today. Um, unfortunately, we're not streaming on Facebook. For some reason, they're having some issues with the streams. So if you were looking on Facebook or want to go on there, apologies, we're not there. Um, but you can hang out with us on YouTube. Uh, you can also check us on LinkedIn and Twitter and Rumble. Not only that, we also take this show and we make it into the audio podcast available on all major podcasting platforms. So make sure you're following us somewhere. But we have a huge show for you today. Nonetheless, there was an announcement from Lyft. Uh, it probably is is definitely much smaller of an announcement than you know something like Apple, which was generating millions of views all at once versus uh, Lyft. But still, it's an announcement we're going to cover. Uh, but let's talk about what we got going on today first. So we do have our guest, Lenny Sanchez uh, of the Independent Drivers Guild uh, chapter of Chicago. He's going to be coming on in just a couple of moments. And uh, he's going to be talking to us about what's going on in Chicago, the ordinance, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, so we're going to bring him on. Then we're going to be talking about uh, UberX, Shared, Comfort, and X are all going to be under one preference tab now. What's that going to mean? What's that going to look like? Uh, so we're going to go through that. Then we're going to be talking about how Lyft is saying that the wait time clock is going to start after 30 seconds. Uh, pretty mm -hmm. interesting there when it comes mm -hmm. to a wait time. Then uh, the announcement that Lyft made earlier today is they're going to offer Women Plus Connect uh, as well as ADT uh, announcement that they had when it came to that. So we're going to talk about both those. And then is Uber adding more gig work choices to its app? Chores. Uh, that's what they're calling it. That was the code that they found, something similar to TaskRabbit. Uh, so we're going to be discussing that a little bit. Then we're going to be talking about how Uber and Lyft are going in opposite directions when it comes to buying and selling their stocks. What's going on there? Uh, also, in the title of today's show, even the Uber CEO says the company sucks and the way it treats its drivers. So uh, we got a lot of things to say with that. And before we even get going, this is an invite for Dara. I'm on the show. We already have your competitor, David Risher, coming on in two weeks. So, you know, the floor and our platform is open for you to come on and uh, maybe we can build a bridge on making it better for drivers. So you don't have to say that uh, Uber sucks when it comes to drivers <laughs> and the way they treat drivers. Uh, <laughs> we got that. Then uh, cancellation frustrations are hitting an all-time high on Lyft. So that is definitely something that we're going to be talking about when Mr. Richard is coming on. Uh, we're going to end, of course, with our funnies and uh, what's going on there. So we do have a great show lined up for you. We do appreciate everybody who's coming in, hanging out. Um, and we also want to thank today's sponsor. So today's sponsor is MIMO. 
And if you're like me and you and Sergio and many of the other drivers out there, you have more than one app that you are working, you are making money on, and you want to make sure that trying to track that money, you stay on top of it because you want to know how much you've made. You want to know if you hit your goals for that day, for that week, for the month, whatever it might be. And of course, you want to know what's going on with your taxes, because how much money can you spend versus how much money do you have to save for the tax man? And this is where MIMO steps in. So if you're looking to level up your financial game, let me introduce you to MIMO, which is your financial companion. MIMO is the mobile app designed for the self-employed workers like you, and it brings all your income sources together and effortlessly tracks all your earnings across all your gigs. So Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, uh, Postmates, no, not Postmates. I keep saying that. That's in my head because I continued <laughs> saying that. But you know what I mean? All these different apps you can put combine together into one app in MIMO. So you can actually see how much you're making per day, per week, uh, and per month across all of the platforms. And then not only that, they're going to help you with your financial goals by automatically tracking your progress and helping you stay motivated and earn more every step of the way. So MIMO's, MIMO users also who set a goal in the app tend to make 12% more than users who don't. And this is a backed up statistic from MIMO. So that's pretty good there. If you want to make some more money, you set a financial goal. And there you go, uh, which means you can get to your goals faster. And when it comes to taxes, MIMO's got you covered with free tax estimates as you earn. So you always know what you owe, which will save you some serious money on expensive accountant fees. You can even get important answers to tax questions that you may have for free instantly with their built-in AI accountant. And if you click the link in the description below, you can download the app and it is free. So it's a way where you can track your income, again, set your financial goals and also prepare for taxes by seeing how much you're going to have to use or how much you're going to have to save for taxes. And it's just a great, great all around app. So we want to thank today's sponsor, MIMO. Yeah, let's do that. Um, MIMO, last week of the sponsorship. Thank you so much for the past eight weeks. Much appreciated. Um, it's a great app, really. You guys should look into it. And they're building on it constantly. So there's going to be new things such mm -hmm. as being able to, you know, make major purchases, connecting you with, uh, you know, possibly um, companies that will provide loans for gig workers. So please check it out. It's in the show notes. Um, the uh, other thing is, so as you all know, David Richer is coming on live, just like today, um, on the 26th of September, Tuesday. So we just, on our community page on the YouTube side, we put a poll. Right, it's got like 300 uh, votes or so already. We need to every. I want. I would like everybody to speak to their community and go to that poll and vote. It's about what questions or what type of questions you want me to ask Richard. And well, not um, only that, please to let them know that he's going to be live on the show here yeah. on the Rideshare Guy in two weeks. Yeah. So not only that, just being able to take part in the poll, but also be able to participate within watching it live and you know being part of the whole um interview when it com comes down to it yeah definitely so um uh, with that said let's have our guest come on um right so yep. we're bringing on lenny sanchez who is again the independent drivers guild uh, chapter of chicago thank you lenny for coming on we appreciate it appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to join your wonderful show man really do really appreciate it and really appreciate the show that you guys put together great job guys Thank you, Lenny. Thank you. Much appreciated. So I've spoken to Lenny a few hours, actually, over the past couple of weeks. 
and uh, he's from Chicago. Look, the Chicago is full of activity at the moment as far as gig worker rights and rideshare driver rights are concerned. And he's been he's a driver's advocate, number one. Um, uh, you know, I'll start with the tough question first because a lot of people may or may not understand what IDG is, right? So tell us a little bit about your past. I'm sure you were a driver at some point. And uh, explain to us what IDG's role is currently when it comes to uh, gig worker rights in Illinois, specifically Chicago. For sure. So again, my name is Lenny Sanchez, and I started out as a full-time Uber driver back in March of 2015. And like many of you guys, I fell into the honeymoon phase, really enjoyed it, invested into a vehicle and then experienced having gun pulled out of me unfairly deactivated and all the nonsense that is so common that us gig workers face on a daily basis. And um, that's what kind of motivated me to start organizing. There was some grassroots efforts uh, known as Chicago Rideshare Advocates and Gig Workers Matter that we started organizing under. And when things got you know serious is when we connected with IDG out in New York and to give you a history of IDG, um, it goes back to the machinist. So I'll give you the origin story if we were uh, talking about superheroes here. Uh, the machinist started organizing limo drivers back in the 90s in New York. And as everybody knows, Uber and Lyft popped up and they started targeting the limo drivers because they had commercial insurance and chauffeur's licenses so they could legally operate in the cities that they were in. So those were the original Ubers. And the machinists, having already been involved with the, the, excuse me, the chauffeurs in New York, once Uber was around and it was apparent that they weren't going to go anywhere and they were going to grow, it was apparent that this sector of drivers were going to need their own support. So the machinists negotiated with the companies to fund a process to oversee grievances, in this case, deactivations. Um, most unions oversee the grievance process for the workers. This is not funded by the workers. It's not paid for by the drivers that are deactivated, just like a driver or worker from a company that's fired, that's, uh, that's covered by the company themselves. So the machinists negotiated that. Congratulations to them because they won this grievance process, in turn giving birth to IDG. And we oversee the grievance process in New York. We have activated thousands of drivers in New York, we've taken an incremental approach and tried to win these things. So we started with the activations and now there's benefits and um, pay increases that have really been beneficial for the community out there. Connecting with them out here in Chicago was really important to us because we saw Prop 22 pass back in November of 2020. And that was really concerning for us because in Chicago, we were just a couple dozen friends and drivers that were fed up that were just rubbing their nickels together to get T-shirts printed and talking to drivers. We knew that it was going to take a serious punch because the companies, as you guys know, dropped a quarter billion dollars in advertising in California. What are a couple dozen drivers going to do in Chicago when we knew that they were coming to Illinois and to other states next? So connecting with like union and one that had experience in doing this was really important to us here in Chicago. So uh, having that friendship with the crew out there in New York is had that conversation and ends up giving birth to the chapter that we have here in Illinois. We've been working really hard to try to make things better for all the workers here in Chicagoland and Illinois. 
So oh, um, the history yeah. there, I can rant. So stop me at yeah. any time. No, I, I mean, I, I get it, but you know, there is a, I mean, there is obviously talk in our community that you know IDG is sponsored by Uber and Lyft, right? I mean, that's that's the hard question that you need to come up with and to, to with an answer for it. And there yeah. are parts of IDG, I guess maybe they may be more friendly for, with Uber and Lyft, right? And and I'm like, um, I'm not concerned, obviously, about your part of the outfit, but there are parts of IDG that are funded by Uber and Lyft, correct? That is correct, yeah. Just like any union in this country uh, receives funding from the company that they are representing the workers for. It's exactly the same model. So it's something that is either misunderstood or misconstrued by individuals and are used to smear us inaccurately. And um, okay. I mean, the machinists have been around for more than a hundred years fighting for better working conditions and winning for workers in this country for some time. Um, if you wanna challenge and doubt them, that's, um, you know, it's come with something legit, but uh, it's just a misunderstanding is the way I'd like to see it. Okay, so my, my goal, uh, Lenny, going forward, because I believe that the pendulum has swung way too far towards the uh, the company's favor. Okay, I believe proper led proper. See, that's Great. the keyword. Not any proper legislation and regulation at this moment is necessary for the drivers to somehow get back whatever they have lost over the seven eight years being rideshare drivers. Meaning lower earnings, unjust deactivations all these wonderful things that we go through, right? So there is an ordinance in Chicago at the moment, which we will have the representatives of that first week of October on Show Me the Money Club, but that's not your area at the moment. However, you know, simply asking this question, um, you know what has happened in California with Prop 22. As you correctly stated, they spent over a quarter billion dollars to pass this, right? Um, is your part... Is, is your group friends friendly with the Prop 22 clones or Prop 22 itself? No, absolutely not. Over in Massachusetts, IDG was part of a coalition that went and fought against the Prop 22 style ballot measure that was introduced over there. And we got it removed. But as I'm sure you are aware, maybe your viewers aren't, that ballot measure has been reintroduced again into Massachusetts. So, no, you're totally, we're totally against that. And we see the vision that these companies have. They want to bring that to all the states nationally, eventually. Yeah, well, my, my, my concern with Prop 22 and clones of it is this. With the existing upfront fares model, the algorithms now are going to be set to pay whatever the minimum is to drivers. That's what's going to happen. And, and I, that's my biggest concern when it comes to Prop 22 clones because that's what I'm seeing in California. The algorithms are basically shaving enough off of base rates to bring people's hourlies down to 19 to $23, which is Prop 22. And one thing that I have to mention with all this Prop 22, as Lenny knows, and the clones, these propositions or laws are not funded by these companies. It's funded by the consumer. So when it's funded by the consumer, you know, they have no loss, but they have to, they are doing this in order to achieve their long-term goals, which is number one, you know, they want every driver to stay independent contractors. There is no employment status whatsoever, which that's all these propositions are going to do. What do you think, what do you think you're able to do to, to stop this movement in Massachusetts, if any, if anything, Lenny? 
So IDG has, well, and it's the machinists, and IDG have formed a coalition with our brothers in the union world, SCIU over there. And we are hoping that the legislators will pass the bill that we introduced over there, which would give us the collective bargaining rights. It carves out sectoral bargaining rights. So um, these are things that would allow us to legally form a union and have a union that can negotiate real contracts and conditions for us um, with and a negotiating uh, circumstance with these companies. Um, that is what we are fighting for because that way we can then win the things that we deserve, the pay floor and all the benefits and everything that the drivers are, are starving for. So to me, it's less about the label. Um, I understand like some fights in other states have really you know put their flag down that we have to be employees. Um, it's about what these workers need. They need collective bargaining rights. They need a pay floor, they need protections, they need better safety, they need a seat at the table, um, they need a union. It's not about the label of employee or independent contractor, it's about those things. Um, and in Massachusetts, we are hoping that the legislators are going to settle this discussion and, and, this, and this, this problem here and give the drivers the collective bargaining rights and the opportunity yeah. to form a union to really be able to go fight against these companies. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's a huge problem that that you know these companies are going to push Prop Twenty Two clones all over the country, and you know um, now I know there are some movement. There is some movement in Chicago that's going on um, as far as a, a proposition that exists, an ordinance that exists um, in the city council or whatever you guys call it out there. And we're going to have the sponsoring alderman actually on our show in the first week of October for him to talk about it. And it has, look, I, I looked over it. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it has pretty much everything what drivers want. Higher, you know, time and distance rates, um, unjust deactivation protection, some benefits that come with it, obviously, um, you know, uh, a minimum fare uh, guarantee as far as trip is concerned is, I guess, I think it's $7 a trip. So is there, you know, what is IDG doing? What is your outfit doing in Illinois or Chicago specifically at the moment to to either back this proposal up or bring your own proposal to the table? So since day one of the new mayor being sworn in and city council being sworn in, we have been in direct contact with them to discuss all these issues. We've been bringing drivers to them to hear the driver's issues. We have been discussing the proposal uh, and I want to take my hat off to Lori and the People's Lobby. They did a great job of, of getting support within city council to get the city council behind supporting an effort to improve the working conditions of the workers in Chicago. Uh, unfortunately, the proposal that was put together has not advanced forward. So at this current moment, the way that it is written is not the one that we are going to have here in the near future. Uh, we're hoping that even later this week, uh, by Thursday, the city of city council will have the final version or most recent version prepared and introduce it to city council. Uh, we're yet to see that. But um, once that is put forward, I will, and anyone else would be able to give a, a more obviously Form a form model response to that. We got some more forms to that because I don't know. I can only assume what some of it might be. But what I do know is that 
there's great intentions to increase the pay and stop unfair deactivations, fight unfair deactivations, and to give benefits and so many other things that the workers in Chicago desperately need. So any effort that does that, we are 100% behind. But we wanna make sure that the effort is one that is truly one that's passable within city council. And that if it passes, it's not gonna have any unwanted consequences that may be detrimental to the workers. We want this to be beneficial to them. So until we see a final version of what this thing is gonna look like, uh, I reserve my final you know, opinion on it, but I'm holding out a lot of hope because in our discussions with city council members here, they are extremely motivated. Uh, the chair of the workforce committee out here, Alderman Michael Rodriguez, is a, a great ally to the, workfor to the workforce out here in Chicago. So I'm very much looking forward to what they're going to present here in the next couple of days and see where it goes. I don't believe it's gonna go up for vote here in September just because of the temperature check and how things are. The city has some challenges here for anyone local in Chicago. The city is always negotiating the last couple of months, the last couple of sessions is the budget. And the budget overtakes just about everything else. But I believe that the city council is so motivated to try to address this issue that they may try to not only introduce this thing next month or this month, but try and make this good happen and make it reality. So I'm crossing my fingers with a lot of hope here from what we've heard from city council that the final proposal here will be a good one and we'll sign off on it as an organization and we'll do anything and everything it takes to get it passed. You know, whether that's rallies yeah. or tens of yeah. thousands of signatures, whatever's clever, bro. Yeah. I mean, we have, look, we have a huge crowd in Chicago, obviously we keep them posted with what's, what's going on. And then, um, you know, there's one thing that actually, you know, we have a few more minutes here. I wanted to make clear to um, whoever's watching this now and later is that, you know, we do our surveys at the Rideshare Guide constantly and and unequivocally, 80% of the driver community would like to stay independent contractors as opposed to be wearing an Uber hat and a Lyft shirt, period. This is This is what people say. I mean... I'm just a messenger, so don't shoot me because I'm just I'm just telling you what the research is telling me, meaning people want to stay independent contractors. So in order for that to, you know, for us to be able to bring Uber and Lyft to the table, we have to give up something to receive something. It's not going to be that it's hell or high water. We want everything. We want employee. We want to be employees and we also want to keep our independent contractor status. It just doesn't work. And that's not me saying that. Um, I personally don't think we're independent contractors. Do you think we're independent contractors, Lenny, the way we are at the moment? No, unfortunately, we're not true under independent contractors, no. Right. So as, as the community says that 80% of us want to stay independent contractors, that may be the point to give up a little bit on that end to bring these companies to the table for higher fares, for unjust deactivation protections, for, you know, and a lot of the things that that existing model has successfully established, which is Seattle and Washington State. There is a model that's working in Seattle and Washington State. And, and that was done with under the threat of a Prop 22 coming to, to those states. And what happened? You know, the part of the group said, okay, we won't give up exactly our uni you know, unionization rights or collective bargaining rights, but we'll stay independent contractors. Let's just talk about it. So I am hoping, Lenny, that there is a common ground between your group 
and Lori's group that you guys will see eye to eye and then work for just the driver benefit. Because from what I see, if if any legislation will include that we want to you know we want to convert everybody to employees employee model these companies are going to fight tooth and nail and most likely are going to kill pretty much everything that comes down the pipe and and we know what happened look look what happened in minneapolis last week mayor vetoed it two months ago minnesota governor vetoed it right and to me like lenny said this has to be a two-way highway this cannot be just my way is the only way and let's you know and dictate uber and lyft so in the remaining couple of minutes, I'll give you the floor. You know, that's my opinion. Again, I'm just a messenger, but that's what I believe. And whatever legislation comes down the pike, I'm going to support that with everything I have, with mainstream media contacts, with the massive platform that we have, and with a huge audience we have in Chicago and Illinois. So I'll give you the remaining couple, three minutes, and then, you know, give us anything you want to do in, in, in closing. Floor is yours. I appreciate it. So, yeah, I, I'll echo what you just said there. I think the best studies that I've seen show about 30% of the workers would prefer to be classified as employees. Most of them are much less than that. IDG, uh, anyone has ever talked to me here in Chicago, uh, knows that we represent what the workers want 100%. But I will say that I do believe that this, this fight, between the label of employee and independent contractor is truly dividing people from getting behind efforts to improve the working conditions for the workers right now. And let's be real here. Um, the states can reclassify us as employees, but it is up to the federal government to recognize us as employees and give us the legal right to unionize. And I don't believe this Supreme Court is going to ever allow that to happen. So the only path truly to getting the conditions to improve for the workers is to get the right to bargain in our hands. We need that in our corner. And if um, that means like the Teamsters and Seattle, what they did uh, negotiating to come to this agreement, so long as there's no battle to reclassify one way or another, um, so be it. Uh, that's my personal opinion, but um, I, I really would love for the communities and all of you voices out there to get behind efforts uh, and kind of go away from the argument between these labels, because I understand why the companies don't want the employee label. It affects their valuation of their stock. And I understand why the workers in general don't want that as well, too, because it likely means the companies will restrict the flexibility and so many things that have made working for Uber and Lyft, et cetera, so attractive. So um, that parallel and whatnot uh, doesn't make us a yellow union. Uh, it just makes us fighting for what the workers want and what's best for them. And um, I hope that in Illinois that we'll be able to unify under fighting for what is best for the workers and getting that right to bargain. I believe that at the root of it all, that's what we'll come down to because when you see things clearly, the path to trying to take the employee thing and really sticking your flag down, it has to be employee or nothing, is the wrong path to take because there's no winning path with that. Uh, not with the current structure that this, this government has on the state or federal level with who's in, in power, it's just not gonna happen. So 
let's take a realistic approach here. Let's get collective bargaining rights into the driver's hands. Um, I recommend every single person that's on here uh, sign up for IDG. It's absolutely free. If um, you go to drivingguild.org, you go to our website, it is free to sign up. You can select what state you're in. If you sign up, you'll get emails and notifications of everything that we're doing. We're constantly holding different workshops for support, uh, trauma, uh, just like Rideshare 101 for uh, deactivated driver workshops. We're always canvassing at O'Hare and in other locations. You can always meet us. We got an office and our door is really open. We have brought tons of drivers to meet with senators and uh, Congress and all different types of elected officials here in Chicago. We are really, truly collecting the voices of the workers out here and putting that in front of all of these people. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think you so, summed it up really well. I think, I think, I think, you know, united we stand and we have a better chance of doing it. And, and we have to give stuff to receive stuff because I, I, I nobody's going to give you anything for free. And as you've said, if these companies, you know, if, if we all became employees, look, this is a simple. They own the apps. They're going to put schedules on everybody. And when they say you're going to lose your flexibility and freedom, there is a point to what they're saying. They're going to make you work. If you're an employee, you cannot decline trips. You cannot, you know, you're just going to just accept everything. It would be a totally different game. Yes, you know, exactly. Uh, and, yeah. and, you know, I and look, they have done it in New York City. I mean, when it first started and then, you know, it's relaxed a little bit now. But look, they own the apps. They can do whatever the heck they want. They may only allow people on the apps to work that have 90% acceptance rates. Unlike me, which I'm at 9% acceptance rate. So yeah. I, I'm I'm thankful that you, you came up and, and, you know, showed up. And, and explain to our audience where you stand and where IDG stands. Um, like Lenny said, uh, please go sign up or at least read what they're all about. Educate yourselves and make your own decision. But, um, you know, when you need our help, please give us a holler and we're here to support anything and everything that is about the advocacy for the gig workers. So, Lenny, thank you so much for coming on, man. Peace and love, brothers. Appreciate it very much, guys. Thank you. Take care. We'll keep in touch, okay? Have a good day. All right. So that was Lenny. Appreciate him coming on, sharing uh, what's going on there with uh, IDG as well as uh, Chicago itself. Um, some interesting things going on in Chicago when it comes down to it. Um, Sergio, what's up? <laughs> You're shaking your I head. Know. We're, we're going to have Lori and her group, uh, which is, um, you know, which the ordinance that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, right? Yep. And the alderman, uh, who is the sponsor of the bill, and is going to be with Laurie Simmons. And uh, we're going to hear their side of the story. But I think the similarities are so much between her group and IDG. The only thing they don't agree on, they want to, you know, they want employment rights versus IDG saying, you know, we want to stay independent contractors. I think I think there should be a common ground and that common ground should be for the rights of the, all, all gig workers. And, and you know, um, I don't think you can negotiate, Chris, with these companies by saying it's my way or the highway. I, I don't think you can. So, um, but, uh, you know, time will tell. We'll keep everybody posted. I think it's a really, really important fight that they're putting up in Chicago after a bunch of defeats. Look, last year, you know, Stephanie V. Hill's bill got defeated in Denver and Colorado, um, now city of Minneapolis. City, you know, these are all, you know, three steps forward, two steps backward. And this is, you know, this is just the battle. You're losing the battles, but the war goes on. And now the big one is in Chicago and hopefully Illinois. So we'll keep you posted. But this is this is what I'm going to push for. I mean, we need at the moment, we need proper legislation and regulation. And, yep. you know, um, and if they're going to leave, they leave. Rides is in there. Right. Steve Wright was on last week. So 
Hopefully, yep. uh, hopefully. So there are other options. <laughs> yeah, there so are they, other they options. Play their yes, game sir. all they want. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see them try and pull out, and then Ryan just come in and be like, "Ah, well, uh, okay, go ahead." Yep. yep. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But uh, so, yeah. you know, you here, here's one of the things that we can do. We could talk about is the the hustle, the grind, the gear, the gig hustle. with it. Gig with it, baby. We'll so okay, today we're gonna give up a hat for everybody in the chat. And then we'll do a drawing after the next segment. Gig with it is a company or a merchandise company that I'm affiliated with. Um, I wear their merchandise obviously everywhere I go. First of all, it's super comfortable, really great materials. You can wash them to death and nothing will happen. But the more important part is this is part of giving back to the community. We're for uh, each item that is sold a dollar from me and dollar from the company is going to go in a fund that will um, benefit uh, gig workers who have been hurt or killed um, in the line of work that they do, which is dangerous at the moment, uh, from carjackings to murders. We hear it all the time. So giving back to the community, it's everything is done in the U.S. And, um, you know, please go check out the website, gigwithit.com. Lastly, if you guys use my code, which is S-E-R-G-I-O, which is my name, you get an extra 15% off your purchase, which is already in on sale for 20% to 25%. Everything is on sale on the site. But today we're giving up a hat. It's a cool hat. It's a distressed hat I'm wearing today. So it kind of looks a little frazzled, but it's distressed. I was told it's distressed. <laughs> Steve says he'll trade you for a right hat. <laughs> yeah. That's like, he'll trade you. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, this t-shirt is available. The hustle part of it is in green. But because I have a green screen on my back, it's showing up as white. So I don't know. But that's... It's showing up as the, the below part of your background there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's it. So, so yeah. Um, first off, uh, there was a question that came in from Carrie. Carrie, if you're still watching, uh, you were, had put this. Is anyone else having trouble with Checker? Uh, if you're having problems with your background check, uh, we do work with Larry um, all you got to do is go into YouTube, type in background check, the rideshare guy, um, and you'll see probably a couple of videos that'll pop up uh, talking about Larry. He specializes dealing with uh, background check deactivations and issues yep. with background checks. Uh, so he's very well versed when it comes to checker. Um, again, that's Larry Smith of Smith Marco. Um, and you can definitely give them a call and talk to them and, and go from there. Um, Wade, appreciate the membership. Uh, appreciate that. Thank you. And then William, uh, thanks for the super chat. Appreciate that as well. I uh, just wanted to get into that. And um, yeah, then the other thing too, we just want to do a reminder, which Sergio did mention already, uh, David Risher is coming on in two weeks. Uh, so he's going to be live. We're looking at like, I believe like 30 to 45 minutes of a live. So it's going to take up a good chunk of the show. We're excited about that. We're going to be able to get a lot of topics in, a lot of conversation. And yes, there is a um little uh poll that you can go on on the channel in the community tab uh go in there check it out uh, if you have a sp something a little bit more specific versus the generalization you can always throw it in the comments who knows maybe that question or that specific question may be uh the one asked but yes we are going to have them on in two weeks so make sure you tell everybody you know uh, especially drivers for lyft let everybody know that he is going to be on Show Me the Money Club live Tuesday in two weeks, which is September 26th here, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, uh, and anywhere else in the world. Uh, you'll just have to do the, the uh, time 
comparison between yeah. Eastern um, Standard Time or Pacific yeah, Standard Time. Yeah, you know, hopefully, hopefully, Chris, we, we don't piss him off enough that he takes off after 30 minutes and he stays on maybe for the whole show. I don't know, right? Um, but uh, look, man, you know, there are issues that we need to talk about. I mean, look, issues are issues. And, and I'm not going to shy about, I mean, pissing a CEO off, but I don't think he should get pissed off. I think he should look at this as, you know, the voice of the community is is telling me something and maybe I should listen. And, you know, there was a tweet that he put out a few weeks ago that if you're watching Mr. Risher, I still remember the tweet, which was, he said, look, I did like 10, 20 trips and this is what it was. And I said, you know, what was your hourly, right? I said, what were your earnings? And, and, and you know, because they said $35 per active hour, remember? Nationally, everybody was making 35 an active hour. So I just wanted yeah. to compare. And he said, Sergio, I'm not out here for the earnings. I'm out here for the learnings. I thought that was a great quote, okay? And and I'm going to remind him of that. I go, you're here to learn because you're new. You're only three months. I have seven years of seniority on top of you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think I think he's going to learn. I think it's going to be a great conversation. And hopefully he'll stay longer than half hour to 45 minutes. So we'll see. Well, not only that, I'm hoping that it'll be multiple conversations. So it won't yeah. just be coming on the live, but it'll be beyond that going, you know, even further, multiple conversations, whether it's something where we can get them on, uh, you know, every six months or, you know, at least once a year or whatever it might be, um, even quarterly or something, uh, but yep. where we can have a conversation where, hey, look, these are the issues that drivers are facing. This is what's going on. You know, what are you doing or what are you looking at to try to help that? I believe something like that can really help just the drivers overall um, you know, proceed forward instead of, again, three steps back uh, when it comes to, to some of these legislations that we've been seeing. Yeah. So, yeah, it should be a good one. Anyway, let's get going. Right, buddy. Let's, let's get yeah, going. Let's, uh, let's see who's going to win our uh, gig with it challenge. Hashtag gig with it. Uh, give me one second. Yeah, all you have to do is email me your physical address to Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Because we'll have to ship the damn thing to you. Um, free shipping, by the way. <laughs> On the website as well. Um, Denise, Denise Smith. Smith. Congratulations. I like it. It says Chicago Rides. <laughs> ah, there you go. Oh, look at that. Yeah, two, two birds with one stone, Chris, right there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, Denise. Denise Smith, congratulations on the win. So, Denise, guess the hat. Email me, com. Your physical address, please. Okay, so let's go. All right. All right, so our first segment that we're really going to be talking about is why is Uber combining X, shared, and comfort all in one preference? Why can't you filter on and off the particular rides that you do or don't want to take? And uh, so, yeah, that's what's happening now. Yeah, so this is from my app. We're going to, you know, on the subject, let's go like five minutes, Chris, five, six minutes. It'll, it'll make better videos later. <laughs> um, this is from my app. On the next screenshot, you guys will see Sergio. It will say Sergio, I think. Yeah, well, it says right here. What am I saying? It says, hi, Sergio. Hey, okay, hey, Uber. So, and then I have a screenshot with my preference screen. Okay, so if you can put that up and then we'll go back and come back to this, Chris. Is, is uh, um, or, uh, there it is. Okay, so I have a comfort uh um a comfort car or a, i can do comfort i'm 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 uh approved for comfort as comfort well eligible comfort eligible there you go that was the word i was looking for so as you guys can see this is my preference 
tabs. Um, UberX and UberX shared were two separate tabs. Okay. Now they commingled UberX and UberX share and comfort is in there, but it's not even showing because I do get quite a few comfort rides in LA actually, which is only pays about 10% more, but we put up this crazy popular video last week from um, our show a week ago. And, and you know, um, I guess people are pissed that uh, they're changing the list, Chris, of the cars eligible to do comfort. And they're just like mm -hmm. 2019, 20 cars, 2020 cars are getting kicked off. And now it's under all one umbrella, Uber X share, Uber X and comfort. So look, uh, you guys, I'm sure have seen this in your apps. I'm sure they commingled it everywhere in the country, not just for, for, for California or LA. If you do have the choice to opt out, obviously you can opt out. But now you have to be really careful, people, in those 10 seconds you have. Literally, it's 10 seconds. We timed it. I thought it was eight seconds. Then Uber came back and said, no, it's not eight seconds. I go like, what is it? So we timed it on a screen record. It's 10 seconds. Yep. Literally, it's exactly 10 seconds. And Lyft is exactly 15 seconds, by the way, so people know. The ping, Which the I, ping I like better. That five extra seconds is nice. But yes. the thing is, the reason why it feels like eight is because when you're not looking at your phone and then all of a sudden you do look at your phone, the time that it takes for you to actually look at your phone and then focus on it, that's where you're already you're already out two seconds by that. Yeah, point. I mean, you got to now you really got to pay attention to the small print on the screen, because guess what? The largest print is going to be the dollar sign, obviously always will be. And then the classification of the trip. Now, in some cities, Chris, they also have Uber teen now. Imagine that disaster. You have Uber Comfort, Uber X, That's Uber Teen, and Uber X Pool. Four of them coming in one ping screen. I'm like, bro, we got to be able to do <laughs> well, this a little bit better, Uber. Okay. Well, you know what here, I mean? here's the, the good news, though, is at least you can filter off Uber Teen rides. Yes, exactly. And at least on my end, I don't have shared. We've never had shared in our area. I don't believe it's ever going I to come shared. to our area. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> I have shared. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I look. I, there was actually look. I was going to put them up, but a couple of drivers said that there were some couple of really, really juicy Uber X shared trips on Trip Radar, Chris. Which I'm thinking Ooh. every trip goes there to die. Which that's <laughs> our motto. Trip Radar is garbage. All the garbage goes there, but apparently not. And they sent me a couple of screenshots. I'm like, holy shit, this is pretty good. So you know, now you have Trip Radar. You have you know, in California, we'll never have over teen, which I'm thankful for. Um, but now we have, you know, three things comfort on my end anyway, comfort, Uber X, Uber X shared. I, I'll look into it. I mean, if I have a quest or something that I need to finish quicker, um, you know, in the old days, Uber X shared was a good deal. If I had a juicy quest, trip based quest, not this new garbage dollar based quest. Okay. Um, you know, there may be some good stuff in there. Look, I am not. Uh, will I do Uber X share trips from my packs experience? Uber pool trips? No, they're rating killers. Most of the people who order Uber pool don't even know what the f they're doing because they're just thinking it's the cheaper one. Let me just pick this one, and then you veer off, you know, the route and try to go pick up the second passenger. They go like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Yeah, well, you ordered Uber pool, buddy," and then they go, oh, "No, I didn't." I go, "Yeah, you did." Because I'm about to pick up the second passenger, and then they all get pissed off. So it's a ratings killer for sure. It's a ratings killer. All the people who are on a freaking wine budget or wine taste with a beer budget are doing this. Look, it's up to you. I mean, I'm not going to say do it or not do it. I will prefer not to do it unless they show me a juicy one. Uh, you know, then I'll pick it up. Then the trick is how do you turn an Uber X share trip into an Uber X trip? Whatever upfront came in, 
you got no more new requests you give the passenger a ride on their own if it's worthwhile okay check your cost per mile and all that good stuff don't don't blame me later um and then you know do the trip finish it one shot point a point b no a b c d e f g and then you're done that's it yep uh some people are saying pet uh you got to opt in to do pep yeah Oh, you, like you if you don't opt into it it's not going to show up in your preferences um you got to actually like click that you're willing to accept it um or whatnot and then that way it'll pop up in your preferences same thing with like uber eats or uh connect uh, those two things you can do for where it'll pop up uh, and then you can filter them on or off based on that so yeah uber pet is still a thing it's it's going to be all over um i don't know how well received it is but there are definitely quite a few uber pet uh, requests that come through that i've seen so uh, i'm sure it's still being used and probably won't be going anywhere anytime soon yeah and then here it says on the first sentence i'm just going to read one more sentence we'll move on it says your fare for an uber x shared trip will be at least as much as what you would earn for an equivalent uber x trip from pickup to drop off of all riders uber x share reduces the time you spend without a rider okay i got that that's the old bullshit game providing the opportunity to earn more in less time no uber that is not correct uber that no, has uber never been correct uber. the that's same or less yeah that's the same thing the same you, you, you you'll be busier and you'll make more no uber no 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 it doesn't work like that okay it hasn't been working like that for 12 years so let's just cut the bs and then you know that's it so look you know if you want to do it do it and i will be on the lookout for it if i see a juicy one i'm going to jump on it take it no more new swipe up no more new requests take the passenger from a to b they will leave you know they will feel like they're in a limo and then boom i'll take my money they you know they got to where they got to without delay and boom done and you know but now it's all under one umbrella and you know and it says you will not be penalized for rejecting uber x share offers what am i does that does that mean that i'm penalized for um rejecting uber x trips is that what that means i don't sure. know is there like a subliminal message there here i'm not sure I don't think I will ever be penalized for taking trash offers or not taking well, trash offers. Well, here, here's the thing. Why would you just combine them when you could just leave it off and then that way you could just opt out exactly. of trips entirely? That way exactly. it just bypasses this entire thing. And then the person who wants the shared trip, who's the passenger, will actually get somebody who wants to take shared trips or a better chance of getting somebody who takes shared trips instead of having to wait as it passes the rounds because nobody wants to take shared. Yeah. Or is the fact that too many people opted out already and there were more shared requests coming in and not enough drivers who wanted to take shared requests? Because yeah. I think the second thing might be a little more true. Yeah, maybe. But I have made look, this is this is what it is. Um, you know, uh, it's all in one now. You like it, you like it. And Nikki has no uh <laughs> Nikki has no uh faith. <laughs> In us that uh, it says mark my words in capital letters Uber Lift CEO will not show up. Uh, I'll take a bet on that, Nikki. How All much right, money yeah, you have what's, in your bank account? What's the bet here, Nikki? Yeah, how much money you have in your bank account, Nikki? Uh, put it all up. Let's see. <laughs> what's the bet? What's the bet? We want a bet. bet <laughs> we'll take. We'll take I'll the bet. You, I'll give you two to one, Nikki. On top of that, let's, let's put up a thousand bucks. You put up a thousand. You win. You get two thousand. I win. I get a thousand. How about that? You want to do that? Okay, be quiet. All right. Well, while while Nikki is waiting to uh, put the uh, yes or no, we'll move on to our next talking about Lyft saying the wait time is changing to thirty seconds. 
Um, I, I, <laughs> I really wanted to believe this. This is again from my app. I did 50 lift trips this weekend because they had shown me a nice uh, little uh, 50 trips for 500 bucks um, bonus, which we didn't put up because it pisses everybody off when I get bonuses. <laughs> okay, so I did 50 trips this weekend. Okay, I hit it really hard Saturday. Um, I mean, Friday, Friday and Saturday. I had like six left for Sunday morning, which I did real fast. Here's the deal. This is from my app. It says, get paid for waiting. The next time a rider, you know, um, it's, it's like after 30 seconds, they don't show up, which is in most cases, by the way, the riders are ready to go. But there are certain cases. You know, I had like a couple of these this weekend. All right. You know, Lyft has, they got rid of pool, right? Um, what do you call it? Shared trips, shared rides, right? So they introduced this thing called the uh, wait and save. It's kind of a that, right? So the algorithm, I don't think is working well yet because two, two, on two occasions, I mean, I was like three minutes away from the passenger, which I accepted the trip because I want to finish my 50 short trip. I got there. The guy goes, I ordered then Lyft said 20 minutes. You're here already. I'm not going to be able to make it. And I'm going like, that's not my fucking problem. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm going to run the clock down on cancel and collect my cancellation fee, which we will talk about later on, which was also yep. another disaster. Tried to get a cancellation fee from the Lyft bots. It's ridiculous. So anyway, so I did 50 trips. I had plenty of these, right? So here's the trip. Estimated was 13 minutes for 6.42 miles. It took 17 minutes because I waited. <laughs> I, the passenger was not ready. What am I supposed to do, right? So I'm waiting. Mm -hmm. And as you guys can see, uh, the wait time was, if it's starting at exactly 30 seconds left, uh, make sure the clock starts at 30 seconds because it's not. I'm not starting to get paid at 30 seconds. Maybe the clock is starting at 30 seconds, but I'm not getting paid for it. By the way, I figured out, Chris, it's 12 cents a minute. 12 cents times 60 is $7.20. So that's what the waiting time you're getting paid for in LA. Okay. It's Maybe under minimum wage lift. Way under. It's like half minimum wage. But let's say, okay, something is better than nothing. Let's just give him that. So the upfront fare on this trip came in at 7.08 and uh, it went up to 7.14. Because on this middle screenshots, you guys will see, it says wait time payment, 52 seconds. Well, hold on a second. My math, Chris, on this says uh, estimate was 13, actual was 17. I know I waited definitely more than 50, 30 seconds on this trip. I know I saw it. I think this passenger walked in like with a minute to go. But why did I only get paid for 52 seconds? See what I'm saying? So Liv, mm -hmm. I know you're watching this. This clock of your 30 seconds is not accurate. Or, or you know. <laughs> you didn't yeah, get paid I, for on that one. Yeah, I, I got I got shaved. I got shaved uh, at least three minutes times 12 cents, 36 cents. So I know you're watching Lyft today. So I, all I'm saying to you is that, look, I appreciate the clock starting at 30 seconds. No problem. I, I love it. I think it's a wonderful idea. It's better than the two minutes that we had before. However, um, the clock in your algo is not starting at 30 seconds because i'm i got paid only like for 52 seconds of wait time and on the on the trip on the right same thing on this one i didn't even get paid right up front is 527 um and the final up front is 527 well where is it 14 minutes 18 minutes four minutes i waited where is my wait fee now will i go get into the lift ai bot to get my 48 cents out of them Hell no. It's just not worth it. I, I, I don't want to get high blood pressure or cancer. It ain't worth it for 12 cents. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but, but that look, that that 48 cents went somewhere, Chris. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, know, you, know how, you know how we figure out numbers, right? 
<laughs> yeah, where to go? Lift lifts yeah, a little bit. Because I know you charge a passenger, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. look, we're just because Richard's coming on doesn't mean we're gonna take it easy. I mean, this is a problem. I appreciate 30 second clock, wonderful. 50 trips, at least on maybe 15 of them, I had to wait for the passenger. I got rarely paid. And I wasn't like, I didn't care because my, you know, ride challenge was so good that I was like, okay, whatever. That's my gift <laughs> to, to lift and the passenger. So, there you go. so what do you have, guys? Do you have this 30 second clock in your city? I, think I it's haven't a seen 30 idea. seconds. Huh? I haven't seen 30 seconds. So you don't have 30 seconds? No. no. We'll oh. see, though. Okay. But uh, I'm going to keep an eye on this, though. But just in case, okay, I, I don't see 30 seconds. So who knows? No, 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 George. Rather. No, you're you're hundred percent incorrect. You should go read that in the app anyway. But um, so yeah. Anyway, but uh, check that clock if you have the thirty second clock. Literally, actually, after thirty seconds, Chris, it says now you're getting paid for wait time. And then at the final bill, <laughs> when the final bill shows up, I'm not getting paid. I know I waited three minutes. I want to get paid for three minutes. Thirty six cents is thirty six mm -hmm. cents. And yeah. I'm like, no, let's not, let's not get into the caving club lift. You know, you know who does that really well. Okay. Let's not do that. Yeah. Time is money. Remember that. You Time bet. is money. You bet. Yep. All right. So we had a uh, little of announcements, not the Apple iPhone or the watch. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, if you, if you want to do that, go ahead to apple.com. But Lyft had a little announcement earlier today talking about this Women Plus Connect, uh, which we're going to be talking about right now. And essentially what it is, it is uh, early access. It's like five or six cities. I'll show that on the next slide. But uh, this is rides for uh, rides by women for women. And it matches women, non-binary drivers and passengers uh, with other non-binary and women passengers. Uh, so this is something that, you know, women have kind of been talking about for a long time now uh, that they wish that they had, could be matched with a woman driver or, you know, take more women. Um, so what is it like 56% of women who use Lyft, but there's only 23% of drivers that are uh, women. So they're trying to empower women in order to become more Lyft drivers. Now women in there, in here, if you were doing, uh, first off, I want to know women non-binary, is this something that you want to see? Is this something that you appreciate? Um, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, put it in the chat. We want to know, William, uh, watch, watch the, uh, the segment from, uh, what's his name on, uh, uh, Twitter. <laughs> you, you'll get the answer there. It just takes like an hour to get to that answer. Um, but either way, uh, check that out. Um, I forget who, who made that documentary, but either way. Um, yeah. So I want to know women, uh, what do you think about this when it comes down to women plus connect uh, women, non-binary put, put your thoughts in it. Uh, men too bad. Can't say, can't, can't put your thoughts in this, but uh, no, I just want to know what you think uh, when it comes to this. Uh, this women plus connect. Um, not only that, we have an article that came out. It will be in the description. So if you want to check the article, because Paula, who wrote the article, uh, also did an interview with somebody at Lyft talking about it. So you can see in a couple of the screenshots there. Um, so uh, Paula put uh, women plus connect launches in select cities, which is going to launch in San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Phoenix, San Jose, and more. Um, funny, if they pull out of Chicago, though, uh, this will kind of go away. Matt Walsh, thank you. Um, and, uh, so it's connecting, uh, women and non-binary drivers, non-binary drivers with more women, non-binary riders, statistically speaking, about 50% of the passengers on the platform are women. Well, yeah, cause there's about 50% of the population 
that's women. So, but only 23% of drivers are women. And then uh, Paula also did a, an interview with Jody Kalman. Um, so a couple of the uh, highlights is I want Lyft to be part of improving people's lives with the world's best transportation. I want to get back to the core of humanity and listening to what customers want. And uh, so if you want more information on that exclusive article and interview, uh, link is going to be in the description below. Again, that's over on the Rideshare Guys side blog, uh, which again, we talk about uh, that we talk about Sergio more because he writes articles on there. I'm more on the YouTube side, uh, but we want to make sure that we highlight this particular article as well, because this is going along with the announcement and that interview. Not only that, they also announced that they're partnering with a new feature with ADT, uh, and that is where they're going to improve the driver experience regarding safety. So the beta feature will allow EDT and Lyft uh, piloting drivers where they can connect via a live one-way video call chat uh, with an ADT agent. So if there's any issues or anything, they can kind of see what's going on. Um, so they have more context about the situation, provide help with the situation, uh, dispatch emergency help, police, fire department, and medical. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I think... Uh, um... So, uh, okay, so 50% of drivers, I mean, sorry, 50% of riders on the platform are female, okay? And Lyft says 20% of drivers or 23% of drivers on the platform are female. Now, I'm pretty sure that number um, will collapse at drunk hours because I'm not sure how many women are ballsy enough, and I don't blame them at all, to be out there at bar closed, which is where the money is at. However, from the passenger's perspective, Chris, I think this is an amazing idea, okay? Just for mm -hmm. the fact that if I'm female and I've had a few drinks, look, all the bad shit happens by the, you know, those drunk hours, and, you know, we hear it. I mean, you know, look, there are bad apples in the community as well, as well as 99.9% .9 of the drivers are great. But, you know, there are drivers who have bad intentions or women get in the car without even checking the license plate, all this good stuff, right? Now, that could still happen, obviously. But I think if I'm female and I had a few drinks, I would like to get picked up by a female driver, period. And no ifs and buts about it. However... I wonder what that 23% looks like, Chris, at drunk hours. Probably like 10%, right? Or maybe even less. I would have to probably agree with you there. I would think that it would drop a substantial amount. Uh, yeah. Just because, you know, women drivers probably don't want to be hit on by drunk guys and uh, passengers like that. And, you know, the issues that can arise. Um, and, you know, a, a guy versus a woman, you know, men are much stronger when it comes to, to situations. Um, you know, females may not want to be put into situations like that. So they might just avoid driving. But again, that's, uh, you know, not necessarily the case. There could be quite a few drivers who are driving at night uh, that are women. Uh, but I'd, I'd agree. I'd probably say it, it's definitely dropped quite a bit. I'd love to know what the actual statistic is because they could pull that statistic. I know um, that. They know the number. 23%. But I'd like to know what it would be just in general. Um, yeah, well, number oh. one. Number two, um, obviously, I'm in touch with Lyft. They sent me something to to read, but, you know, time time constraints. But I actually asked a question, which was, the question was in, in as far as, um, what if I'm a male passenger and I'm drunk and, you know, I have bad intentions and I can mark myself as female and try to get a female driver, right? I mean, hey. It's possible. There are animals around the world, everywhere. So 
Um, their answer was that initially, this is only in five cities. In these five cities, the drivers um, are going to go with the gender that they specified on their driver's licenses when they uploaded it. So that's how the matching is going to work. And as far as the passenger, they have specified their gender when they open their account. So that's how they're going to try to alleviate this problem. The other thing is that though Lyft is giving the driver and the passenger enough time to change their gender if they feel like it's the right thing to do. And if they've gone uh, through the trouble of, of um, changing their gender, uh, they can go in the app and do it. Overall, I think it's a good idea. Let's see. You know, this is the first time that they're leading in an idea. I bet you Uber will copy this probably in a couple of months, if not less. I always thought that that was. I, think I always, what you know, Uber will do if they're going to do it. I think they're going to do it. Um, they're going to wait and see what happens. So they're going to wait and see if there's any issues that arise, if there's any lawsuits that could potentially arise, anything like that. Because yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see, though. Yeah, I think I think I think it's a good. I mean, first of all, it's for safety reasons. I think it's a it's a good idea, except that the supply demand, you know, is not there to to you know, take care of this properly, right? I think it's unsafe because if someone wants to prey on female, yeah. So I asked that to Lyft and, um, you know, they came up with, with some sort of an answer, but, um, you know, we have to dig deep into that because this was just announced this morning and we had an embargo on it until this morning until Lyft announced it. We knew about it a few days ago, um, you know. So, um, yeah, the supply demand picture is not there to really take care of all 50% of the, um, you know, female passenger base, obviously. Um, and I mean, look, you know, we have to call it the way we see it here. Um, what if men say now this is discrimination? I mean, there will be men who say, you know, how come, you know, I want to be matched with a male driver all the time. I don't know. They could do it. You know, it's the US, you know, I'm sure some legal stuff will happen behind this, but the idea I think is great. So that's it. Yeah. I'll give you that too. The idea is good. I think though that the execution uh, could be a whole other story. So that, yep. that's what I got to say there. Uh, William, thank you. Appreciate the super chat. Will it, uh, will this create surge? Uh, good. Nah, probably not. Probably <laughs> I don't know not. though. Um, but the, the whole thing is though, if there's no women drivers in the area and you're a passenger looking for it, or if you're a woman driver trying to drive around, uh, you still can get men. Um, so it, it's, you know, it's probably going to, to you know, fare a little bit, but uh, we'll see what ends up happening overall uh, when it comes down to it. So yeah, uh, if you live in one of these cities, if you're a woman, um, you know, if you're using it as a passenger, um, you know, let us let us know your experiences, what's going on. If you hear any stories or anything, point us with the news. Uh, let us know as well, too. Uh, we definitely want to know uh, what's going on with that. Yep. All right. Anything more to say with uh, Women Plus Connect? No, no. I, I think it's a good idea overall. I don't think they have the supply to, um, you know, cover the demand. So that's it. Although, look, like I actually, last thing I did speak to somebody, you know, about this, they said it may actually encourage more women drivers to come on the platform. Well, mm -hmm. time will tell, you know, so. Well, I think, uh, William, that will answer if this is going to uh, create surge. It might not, because if there's more women on the platform, that means there's more drivers on the platform, and uh, that means there's less rides going around. So it could bring down the surge. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, they want to get rid of surge anyway, which we're going to talk about, you know, um, yeah. with Richard at some point. But 
you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Time will tell. I think it's a good idea overall. Um, you know, let's give it some time to digest it and we'll, we'll talk about it again soon. Yep. All right. So let's move on. Let's talk about Uber and what they're looking at doing. Uh, somebody found some code. They like going through the code and found something that could include a new chore option, which is going to be something similar to TaskRabbit. So oh. if you don't know what TaskRabbit is, uh, basically, it's essentially a place where people who need things done and people who are willing to go and do things, whether that's like putting a treadmill together, moving things, uh, whether yeah. that is, um, you know, shoveling snow in the winter or, you know, taking down a tree, doing different chores and diff doing different different things. Um, basically, that's what it is. If you have a task at hand that you need, uh, you could potentially hire somebody who is on TaskRabbit to come in and do that job for you. Um, so this is looking like Uber trying to look at doing something similar with something called chore, um, yeah. or at least that's what it was found when it came to uh, them going through the code. Um, but what do you think about this, Serge? I, 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 you know, look, look, man, you know, we're not friends here, but <laughs> with these companies, but when they do things like this, look, they have the scale, Chris, they have 134 million MAUs, monthly active users, right? Those are the customers. They have 5 million drivers, okay? They have Uber Connect already, which is for packages. Uber eats for food, right? And then they introduced, you know, advertising now, which is going to grow exponentially on the platform because of the scale that they have. And it just makes sense to me. Unlike Uber Teen, this makes complete sense to me. I mean, it, you know, if you're on the Uber platform as a driver, you literally don't have to get off that app at all, right? You can do morning ride shares, well, then deliveries, then food delivery, then ride share again, then again, you know, delivery, then then fix some shit at somebody's house. Look, it all's going to depend, obviously, on the pay. What I want to know is how the F did Bloomberg get a snippet of a code of the Uber's code? I'm like, can you can can I see this snippet of the Uber code when it comes to uh, chat support? Because that part needs to get fixed immediately. And the part with upfront fares, that needs to get fixed also as well. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I think that there at the point where they're like, well, we can't really grow too much more, or there's going to be a yeah. limited growth opportunity. Yeah. What, when it comes to rideshare and food delivery, uh, yeah. even, you know, like package delivery and that. So they're probably going to be like in the boardroom saying, okay, what could we potentially expand into? What's another service that we could expand into? And somebody probably said, hey, you know, uh, there's these chores and TaskRabbit. Pretty yeah. soon we're going to see Pet Walker available. Uh, yeah. which, which oddly enough, I made a, uh, a parody video on my other channel years ago talking about that uh, pet walker and a couple other things. Um, but, you know, we, we could see something like that coming to fruition over the next few yeah. years, because, again, they're probably looking, well, if we can't really expand more in rideshare or food delivery, where can we go? And this is just the what it seems like is the natural course. Then yeah. they're probably going to look at rolling out something else. So. Um, yeah. Honestly, I think it's a good idea on paper, um, but I hope it follows the TaskRabbit approach when yeah. it comes to pay, when it comes to the jobs, because I don't want to see something that pops up on my app that says Uber chore, and then they give me $7.15 to go move a treadmill from the garage upstairs yeah. and put it together, because there's no effing way that I would do something like that. So if yeah. they're going to be the ones who are going to put the pricing together, I don't think this is going to be a good idea. I, I, I agree on that 
Yeah. yeah if they allow the driver or the the chorer, whatever they're going to call them, um, <laughs> if they're going to allow that person to kind of set their rate and you know kind of kind of work at figuring that out, I think that's going to be a much better approach. Um, yeah. So Uber, if you're watching, uh, that first one's free. The next ones you're going to owe me. Yeah, yeah you want to owe both of us too. But Peter, Uber, this is the deal. Um, you know, what did, what did, what does Dara, uh, Mr. Dara Koshoshai say all the time? They want to be the super app, right? Yeah. Super app, bro. Okay. What does that mean? Deliver anything and everything, anytime you want. Take you to the airports, take you to work, take you to school now with Uber team, you know, then you have the advertising part going. Now I have Uber boat in Greece, right? This is like a super app. It's like all in, all in one kind of a thing. And then now this is the natural progression of you know of this here it goes however it's possible that the tasks could resemble those advertising task rabbit and angie's list which we know uh, where they are which allow users to hire local workers for things like landscaping moving services junk removal home cleaning and more okay so this is a natural progression they have the scale they have the consumer um more revenue to their bottom line i mean look these are all things that companies too to you know, squeeze more growth out of their existing consumer base. And that's what they're doing. And it's through the app, might as well do it. So, well, not only that, I think for the drivers out there who are driving Uber or Lyft, uh, you know, maybe they try this Uber chore yeah. and say, hey, this is actually a pretty th good thing. Maybe I'll sign up for TaskRabbit. Maybe I'll yeah. sign up for, you know, a couple of these other service apps like that. And then that way it just expands your ability to go out there and make some money. So you can, you know, start the day with a task or you can, you know, start the day with a catering order, uh, whatever it might be, however you want to do it. There's, a, there's so many different options now at that point. And the whole thing is we always say, go where the money is because you're, you should be at the highest paying job or, yep. you know, your exactly. time is your money and, you know, you got to go where it's going to cost you the most amount of money or where I'm sorry, where you're going to get the most amount of money. It's going to more tools, more tools in your toolbox, bro. More tools in your toolbox. That's it. You don't have to use it. You don't have to be mad about it. If they don't pay enough, you go like, OK, screw it. I don't want it. Let's just move on. That's it. I mean, you guys got to take this a little bit lightheartedly. Yeah, I'm they, loving they, curry. I'm loving curry, Chris. I love yeah, curry. Yeah, curry. Curry's good. Um, but uh, Nikki just said, Nikki, we're still waiting though. Uh, are you, are you going to take that? He said, he said, he, no, he or she, he's he, $5 is the bet. Oh, well, either way, ta uh, task rabbit is a good gig. Yeah, it is. I mean, you can definitely sure. find de if you enjoy doing certain gigs or anything like that, you know, it's, it's a great wow. app. There's, there's other ones Five out there. Bucks, uh, Nikki, come on, Nikki. You can, you can bet more than that. I want to make some money. <laughs> Uber escorts. Uh, we, we, I did another parody. I uh, yeah, I've done a whole bunch of those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, literally for rides, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Oh, no. Oh, oh, you mean that? Oh, no, 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 no. Come on. Let's not, okay. Let's, let's not, let's not go anywhere like that. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We, we're going to give away some of Sergio's money again. So, uh, um, um, I don't care. I don't care because I, I, I had a good weekend. I did 50 trips. 12 hours active, nice. 775. Hey. Oh, there you go. Even better. Um, so enter hashtag three, three, we should do three of them this week. We should What's do three up? $25. We should do three $25 gift cards this week. <laughs> well, we got, we got two. So, uh, oh, yeah, put hashtag money into it. And, uh, in, I mean, Big if money. you want to, if you, 
And uh, also, not only that, would you do chore or Uber chore, or whatever they're going to call Uber task rabbit, whatever they're going to call it? Would that be something that's interesting to you? Put in the chat, uh, yes or no. Uh, I would. Just yes or no. Um, I go, for me personally, I, I, I think IKEA shit together. <laughs> and I think it's, it's, you know, it's just smart because, hey, if, if you're sick and tired of doing rideshare or food delivery, I don't touch food delivery with 10-foot pole. Um, so I do la- like curry last mile delivery. I'll do rideshare. But uh, you know, adding, adding chore into the mix, I wouldn't mind. Um, I, I, look, man, I don't mess somebody's IKEA furniture up. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, looks like some people are saying no, but um, oh, a, yeah, here's, here's a couple of yeses. How do you yes, say no sorry. without trying? How do you say no without trying? Come on, man. Well, how do you, uh, hey, with that logic, then how do you say no to Uber Teen without trying? A very good question. Except I'm dealing with furniture versus a 14 <laughs> year old at 2 a.m. in my car. No, sir. No, I, <laughs> you know I, I, hey, I'll take, I'll take a 25 gallon paint from you know sherman williams on curry at three in the morning no problem but not a teenager in my car. <laughs> oh i know i'll i'll go take uh, i'll take take two small packages for 55 bucks going six <laughs> miles <Yeah. laughs> i'll do that all day long on curry thank you <laughs> all over that thing <laughs> yes sir all right let's give him the money Are we right, well, let's, let's talk about let's talk about stocks because a company's yeah, yeah. stock can kind of tell how a company is doing and yeah. You know, the people within the company, if they're buying or selling stock, could potentially mean something as well, too. Uber and Lyft have two different stances when it comes to buying and selling their stocks. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so here's the deal. Since from Richards, David, Mr. David Richards, I can't call him David yet because I don't know if I'm going to be allowed to call him David on the show, you know what (laughs) I mean? But hopefully he'll let me say David as opposed to... We're going to call him Davey after... That's how good we're going to be. Oh, we're going to have lunch and shit afterwards? Okay, fine. He's going to fly <laughs> out to San Francisco. He's going to fly to San Francisco so we can, do a live, <laughs> we can do a live Show Me the Money Club with him in Lyft studio. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Look, look be he awesome. seems like a really personable dude, man. You know, I don't know. Hopefully, he'll be like at his on his so, game. Because uh, Uber, he's gonna Lyft, if you're watching this, if, you know, we wouldn't mind being flown out and shown headquarters of both Uber right. or Lyft and, right. you know, having a great conversation with everybody. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's put that out there. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I have no problem with that either. So, uh, okay. So, um, there, you know, uh, this is not in financial advice, okay? However, if you look at the first day that David Risher was in charge at Lyft to today, stock is up close to 25%. Okay, it was like nine and change, now it's about 11 and change. Now, that doesn't mean anything because tomorrow it could go right back down to where it was. However, there are certain things I've learned on Wall Street over the last, I don't know, 35, 40 years now, is that when an insider of a company and this is not inside information. They don't have anything, you know, that they can they're gonna, they could announce. However, when an insider, in, in, such as a CEO or a CFO, which know the books and the flow of business within the company, they're, you know, uh, often invest or divest their holdings of stock. Okay, period. So, Mr. Vischer and um, a board member. Uh, bought a million dollars worth of stock recently in the company in lift shares common shares this is not preferred shares this is not bonds it's not it's straight up equity 
Now he put up, he bought it at 11 bucks a share, 1.1 million. And the other gentleman did the same thing. He's a board member. He bought a million shares as well. Now, does does this mean, he, and, and he said it himself. He says, you know, he said, this is the best investment I see out there. I mean, look, the guy is a Harvard graduate, by the way. So, you know, and he left CEO so bullish on the underdog company that he just invested 1 million in his, in his stock. By the way, it's his own cash that he bought this with. It's not like, he borrowed the money from Lyft to buy this thing. So, so to me, this is a confidence builder. Does not mean he's right. Does not mean he's wrong. But if I look at my history of 40 years in the markets, when major insiders are buying stock, and not like a couple of shares here and there, I'm talking major like investments like this, then you need to pay attention to it. it this is obviously a long-term thing. It's not like for jockey stock jockey traders 10 minute by 10 minute kind of a situation and conversely chris if a company executives are selling shares and these are the again the ceos cfos that's also a sign that doesn't mean that the stock has topped and it's going to tank or go down or business is going bad or whatever they also do some selling of their shares to convert whatever they earned in stock options maybe into cash and Lyft uh, execs and board members are buying stock. And Uber execs, as we know, Dara Koshoshai divested 200,000 shares at 45 bucks, which is 9, 10 million bucks. Um, same thing is happening now with the Uber CFO, who is parting in January. He quit being Uber CFO, and he's selling his shares as well. So we have two diametrically opposed things happening here. The Lyft insiders are believing the company's ripe for a turnaround and they're going to do well now uber side doesn't mean the company is not going to do well they're just divesting maybe which i don't know the particulars but when a ceo and an insider is buying stock you need to pay attention more importantly you need to pay attention to the buying side than the selling side that's what i've learned over the last 35 40 years of wall street which is that buying with your own money is a lot more powerful signal than selling or divesting shares that you receive the stock options that vested that you're selling now and converting into cash. That's it. That's all I'm saying. And again, no investment advice. I'm not saying tell, telling anybody go buy lift stock. All I'm saying is that well, this is what these people are doing. So it's always do your due diligence when it comes to any type of investment. But yep. uh, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it. If I see Nancy Pelosi going into this. Uh, in the lift stock or putting options on it, um, yeah. then I, I'm I, I'm going to look at it because she's doing better that or that th them and are doing better than uh, Warren Buffett and all these other characters. So um, yeah, <laughs> but I'm not sure when it comes down to it. Either way, yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 interesting to see how each are um, approaching it. And yeah, as you said, when when it comes to selling of a stock, that doesn't mean anything. That just means that you're looking at getting your money out or part of your money out because you know you bought into it it's it's like any other investor you you're not going to you know go down with the singing ship you're going to do what you want to do you're going to buy where you want to buy and then sell where you want to sell and if it makes financial sense to you if you get out ahead then that's good um so yeah i mean sometimes you want to pay attention to it especially if there's multiple people who are you know selling off and you see more people selling off and then you get a whole sell-off going that's that that triggers something different but you know if you see one or two people uh when it comes to getting rid of stuff like uber stock um it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to go down but 
um, you know, it, when you're looking at the two versus each other, you might want to look at Lyft a little bit more. Again, not financial advice. Always do your due diligence. Yeah, we're sponsored by Lyft. We get paid by them. Of course we do. Yeah, every all time. The time. We every, every week. Every I get a paycheck. VK, you must be new to the channel. Welcome to the channel, buddy. Welcome. Yep. You must be new to what we do here, but that's okay. Um, yep. Yeah. Better yeah. Catch up. I could yeah. just transfer my wealth. <laughs> yeah. I could just, you know, hey, I, I bought low when it came from Uber. And, uh, you know, I, um, I might be looking at, at Lyft. So uh, we'll see what happens. I don't okay, have any stuff in dog shit before Lyft. Okay. Um, all right. You know, it's an opinion. You don't have to invest in anything just because you don't like it. You just look at it as an investment. You don't have to look, you don't have to like the company. There are a lot of companies out there that I don't like, but they do ethically shady shit and whatever. But money is money. You know what I'm saying? You want to, you can buy their shares as much as he can buy their shares. So that's it. Yep. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's do the giveaway now. Who's money, 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 money. Did, what was it? Money? Was money. It money, 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 money. Yeah. Let's see. Twenty-five bucks coming up. Who's the winner? Who it is? <gasps> James L. Congratulations, James. You are the winner James? of twenty-five dollars. Uh, Sergio's hard-earned cash. Yeah, thank you, James. James. <laughs> James, email me, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Same thing with Denise Smith with the hat, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com with your physical address. The people who win the gift cards, 25 bucks, don't have to do that. Just email me saying that I am the winner, and then you will get it the next day. All right, there we go. All right, so let's roll, let baby. You, let me ask you a question. Yes, please. As a company, what is Uber? How do they treat their drivers? Like crap. Yeah, would would you say it sucks? Sucks. Company sucks. <laughs> Company Not sucks. My Not my words. Not my Not words. Not your words. <laughs> well, no, it is my words. But there you go. Look at this one, Chris. How do you like Woo. this apples? Oh. Even the CEO of Uber thinks the company sucks and treats its drivers <laughs> like crap. Well, I could have said it better myself, sir. Yeah, there goes my chance of having you on Show Me the Money. <laughs> no, you know what? I think that's I think that's a perfect shit. opportunity to build a bridge to say yeah. Uber. We offer you uh, the ability to come on the show and you know talk to drivers who have been driving a lot longer than a day, and can tell you some of the issues that drivers are facing, and work together to try to make it better. So you don't have to say your company sucks and treats its drivers like crap you can turn around and say you know what we spoke with drivers we listened to drivers we changed yeah. and it made us better and now our company <laughs> is stronger yeah i think it's a win-win-win for everybody because if you have a better product that means your customers are happy if your drivers are getting better treated they're happy because they're probably making yeah. more money yeah. they're happier <laughs> overall and then the company will be happier because you have happy customers and you have happy drivers. So yeah. the company will be better overall. So okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? That was a good comment there. So Zoom says, well, you know, because he thinks company treats drivers like crap, that's because he spent a day, a single day behind the wheel. And then Zoom <laughs> says, well, let him do 30 days and then he'll really figure out what kind of crap he's talking about. So... Yeah, sir, with due respect, you know, we I'm we would love to have you on. Obviously, it'll be like great, but um one day is not enough. 
You cannot be messy in one day. And people who love soccer know what I'm talking about. It takes a lifetime. And, you know, come talk to us a little bit about what we need to fix. But uh, long story short, um, he thinks it's horrible. And and specifically, by the way, this was about a delivery because he couldn't find the apartment. He, got a, he was doing deliveries. He couldn't find the apartment that he was going to deliver. And app was shit. And it was glitchy like and this right, and that. <laughs> yeah, bro. So I'm going like, yeah, welcome to the club. So go do it for like 30 days now, like Wezoom says, and then come back and let's see if it's less than crap or better than crap. I'm saying I think it'll be somewhere in there. I don't know. I, so, I think I think the crap is going to get a little bit stinkier, but crap, stinkier, uh, as yeah. T says, crap is crap. <laughs> yeah. And then so he, he um, um, after he drove a single day, so about imagine if you can figure out in a single day how shitty the, the, the stuff is, that means he had enough in a single day, so he quit doing it. In fact, he once hosted an all-hands presentation for Uber staff titled, Why We Suck. I'm going like, yeah, I would have loved to be a fly on that wall. And yeah. in which he detailed his lack of quality in the product. I was like, eh. yeah. So, Mr. Koshushai, there is a lot to be fixed. Seriously, there is a lot to be fixed. I know yep. um, you guys listen. So, uh, imagine from a veteran of seven and a half years, what they think um if it sucks or it doesn't suck so yeah i mean if if hopefully right what do you think chris you think things will get better or not no i doubt it i doubt it i but think there will be more of a pr piece than anything else yeah that'll be more pr pumped but i think yeah. if if you're looking for uh why we suck with a lack of quality uh detailed i think you need to get more well-rounded from drivers who actually have been on the road for a little bit longer than one day um, just because they're going to have a lot more knowledge when it comes to it. Hint, hint, yeah. nudge, nudge. Um, yeah. And like you said, I think this could be a good potential here for a bridge to be built uh, on yeah. the Uber side. So and it, ain't, Uber, it ain't by Uber crew. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. Yeah. 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 I think Uber crew just needs to be dismantled. And uh, you know, you, you have literal sit downs with drivers again if you'd like to fly us out to uh you know san francisco we can sit down talk we can do a live show me the money club from there um i just got my laptop so we can do it all from there which is nice um but yeah Yeah. we we definitely can uh can help you make some real changes there and again instead of saying why we suck why we're awesome we can have that meeting instead (laughs) well you know i I, you know when as long as as long as you know these PR pieces, look, I'm looking at these are PR pieces. The Wall Street Journal had a PR piece on 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 Derek Oshoshai because he was behind the wheel in his Tesla, driving a little bit here and there, right? He figured out, oh, I was so nervous now if I wasn't get a five star rating. Well, who cares, bro? Just this last five hundred. Go to five hundred trips. That one star you're gonna get from a passenger is meaningless to you. However, these yeah. PR look, man, I don't blame these these journalists, right? They get a chance to sit down with the CEO of Uber. They're gonna sit down and say whatever he says. And mm-hmm. and here, here you go. I mean, you know, it's like um, I, I I think I think uh, you know to me, yeah. He says like in the last two paragraphs, he showed me literally that we as a company culturally were <laughs> were very much focused on the rider and the eater product because we used it ourselves. You remember, I wrote an article about this people. I said these people 
these CEOs, C-suites, executives, everybody, heads of departments, what they need to do is they use the product as a consumer, but they never get their hands dirty and do the others, the dirty work that we do. Yep. So here he agrees with that. He goes, Koster Shai said, because we used it as ourselves, but we didn't take pride in the driver product. Not, you know, even here he's like insulting the driver, right? He goes, in the driver product. We're not product, we're not earners, we're people. In the mm -hmm. driver product, because very few of us drove. No shit, very few of, us, of you still drive. And you know what? Here's a challenge for you, Mr. Kosrushai. I welcome you to come down to LA, or I'll drive up to San Francisco with my car for you, and then we'll, we'll work, we'll do 150 trips in a week. Okay? As, as you know what? Sit in my car, and we'll just do trips together. Let's see, let's see where we are, okay? And then, uh, you know, he's now, he's all about, you know, uh, we set that expectation. We started celebrating employees going out there and delivering, employees driving, he said. Great. Show me the numbers. Show me the numbers. It should be mandatory that every executive or at least every new hire, especially coders who wrote these evil algos and unleash on the drivers, should get out there and you get some of their own medicine out there to see mm -hmm. how badly these people are being treated with this upfront fares algo. Go out there. And, don't, and by the way, go rent a car. Don't get in your like $80,000 Tesla and do it. Go rent a car. Oh, like a lot of drivers do. No, go rent a Hertz rental. Do, no, a Hertz do rental. Car. Yeah. Honestly, do it in your own car because then you're going to see the people who decided to buy, you know, something for uh, either Lyft Lux or Uber Black or, you know, they're looking at a comfort vehicle and then all of a sudden now they can't drive on that platform because their car is quote unquote too old. Yeah, but it. yet you know, they, they could take more than likely they're taking pride in their vehicle and it's going to look a hell of a lot better than somebody who may be driving for six months who doesn't really care and doesn't really take care of their car and it's starting to look like crap and starting to fall apart and they just don't care. You know, there's a huge difference here and you can't just go buy the car itself. You have to go buy how the person keeps their car. When I had my 2013 Jeep, you know, all the way up until I just replaced it in January, you know, people were saying, oh, this is really nice. Is this newer? It's like, no, it's still 10 years. Like it was 10 years old at that point. And yeah. they're like, holy crap, is it really? And it's because I take care of my stuff. I keep it clean. I make sure that things are fixed. And, you know, 10 years, but it's it's still the same vehicle from 10 years ago to what it was, to, you know, when we when I had changed it. But that's the whole thing. It's like, I take care of my stuff. I make sure of it. So should it still be qualifying for comfort or should it still qualify for something? Or, you know, if you have a nicer vehicle like a Lincoln Nav or something, still qualify for black, but because it's too old or something? No, take out that $80,000 car, go drive and drive yeah. for UberX. Yeah. Tell, me how, tell me how it is after that. Absolutely. Go, you know, go do 100 trips. You know, don't do like one day of driving bullshit, whatever, with a security detail. You know, go to the good parts of town, go to bad parts of town. Let's see what, what you got. And, you know, it should be mandatory. Every executive should do it just to get, you yep. know, uh, and don't advertise and, uh, it like this. Don't do PR because, you know, uh, it's whatever. I mean, it's great. You're doing it. If you guys did it, I don't see any changes in the app. The pay is worse. No, you know, I think what the they, should do, they should do, I mean, I don't I see any change. Make, you know change? what I think they should do? They should make a promise to drivers saying, look, we are going to go out. We're going to start driving to see what's going on. Or we're going to talk to drivers. And then every single month, they put out an email to drivers. What did we learn from Uber as a company to help you as drivers? Look, that's the only way they're gonna, that they can 
they can yeah. try to turn the ship around when it comes to drivers. You know, uh, look, I, I, I think I think justifiably the drivers are not happy uh, with a lot of things on the platforms. And, you know, uh, and, you know, look, I mean, honestly, what has changed over the last, I don't know, eight years I've been on Uber and seven and a half on Lyft? What has changed? Pay uh, started here and yeah. now it's yeah. like. Other than that, everything is the same. I mean, you know, just the activations are still the same or worse, actually, now because of AI. Support. Oh, my freaking God. Support. What lack of support, not support. That's worse. What else is yep. there? What, what else changed? What has gotten better? I mean, seriously, no executive can come on here and say, you know, everything is so much better now. I agree with one thing. App is a lot less glitchy. It, 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 because in seven, eight years ago, Uber app was a disaster. But now, due yeah. to technology, obviously, you know, maybe it's less glitchy. But other than that, in the fundamental issues, what has changed? Not much. So anyway. Uh, well, the, the biggest thing was upfront fares and decoupling, you know, time and distance when that's pretty much what it's been going on since taxi cabs had started. So yeah. um, I still think that. But, you know, you know, one of the things that uh, these people need to do when they go out drive, they still need to get a dash camera. Because you want to make sure that that dash camera is on and recording everything you need. Uh, so in the event something bad happens, well, there you go. You have it on camera and there you go. So we recommend the display ride dash camera. Um, again, it goes right up to the cloud. Uh, it's $20 a month. If you use the code RSG20, you get 20% off. So it's instead of $25, it's $20. Uh, so there's a lot of things there. So uh, we do recommend the display ride dash camera. Absolutely, hundred percent. Twenty bucks a month. Um, <laughs> best twenty bucks you will spend ever in your life. Period. So there you go. Um, yeah, I support it. I have one. I like it. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about. We talked about how he th thinks that they suck, but let's talk about one of the things that does suck, and that is dealing with cancellation frustrations. How they're hitting an all-time high. Now we are switching from Uber to Lyft because this is more a Lyft, but uh, still, it, it doesn't matter. Um, it's, it's it's a frustration that drivers are complaining about and annoyed about. I I uh, okay, Lyft. I know you're watching today. I for sure know you're watching. So here's the deal. I have this 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 thought in my head. This is such a such bad business practice on your end. Okay, learn something from driver like me. Okay. I, when I am at the pin, literally 100 feet from the pin of a, drive, of a passenger, and I click arrive, which you have to on, on the Lyft app, which I'm not sure why that's necessary. It's probably because of this. And after doing 50 trips, I have to sit for 45 minutes and deal with this garbage from AI chatbots. It's debilitating. It really is. To get what? To get two dollars? Two lousy dollars? Two? Now, I did it because I had time. Now, this is the new thing now. When the clock goes out, you call the passenger, they don't answer, you're canceling, right? And immediately it comes, it looks like you tap to arrive too far from the pickup location. This is set up for such failure on these cancellations. And Chris, doing 50 trips, guess what happened though? 
I figured it out because if your GPS is bad, if their GPS locator is bad, if cell reception is bad, you will have to click arrive before you get to the pin, sir mm -hmm. or madam, whoever. Not, the head a, of the not only that, here's, here's another thing. I drive a lot at night. And you know, when you're picking up from our districts, I, like so one of the big streets on ours is Allen and Chippewa. Those are two of the bar districts. They're, they're kind of close to each other. But there's spots that I actually go to pick up people uh, because it's right off the streets. It's not far. And I have a spot there every single time. Yeah. And so I call up the person and say, hey, uh, this is your driver. You know, I am not able to park. You can't park there. You cannot. Like, you will get pulled over and ticketed if you try parking on that street. They will not allow it. Um, and it's 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 a huge hassle. So I mean, that's why know, I park off street. And again, it, that might be a little bit distance, but I call up, you call up the passenger right away and say, hey, look, this is exactly where I am. I'll stay on the phone with you while you come to the car. So we know who it is that's getting in the car. You know who I am yeah. and everything works. But that's, again, we're not going to be right next to the freaking pin because no. at that well, point, we can't. sometimes yeah. we can't. But what happens, Chris, is that I think this system is set up for the driver to fail and not get this lousy $2. Okay, I'm mm -hmm. gonna give I'm gonna make some business sense here in a minute. When the two sentences here says it looks like you tapped to arrive too early from the pickup location, the next sentence says try staying at the pickup pin until the wait time runs out. Well, if I know this now, do you honestly think I'm gonna stay there? Because those two sentences is like the best oxymoron I've ever seen in my life. One says you tap too early. That's why we're not going to pay you the $2 lousy cancellation fee. But try staying there for five minutes and call the passenger and cancel. You're not going to get the fee anyway. What kind of BS is this? But that's okay. Let's move on. Here it's, you know, I, I, I'm sitting there furious now. Literally, this I waited 10 minutes for this passenger. 10. Because I'm trying to do a child ride challenge, right? Even the shit I'm waiting for just to get my money. But this, after 10 minutes, I go like, screw this. I need to do trips. So I cancel. Of course, I don't get my $2. And the chatbots, Chris, are set up for you to fail. The way they answer you is completely for you to set up for you to fail. But at the end, there is a there is a conclusion to this. So I go tell them, this is Lyft garbage. I did everything correctly. This is why drivers are hating Lyft, chasing their lousy $2 with support bots. It's true. If anybody doesn't complain about this, Gabe had a situation like this. But guess what, though, Chris? I discovered something this weekend doing 50 trips on Lyft. You know what I do now? Because I always have Google Maps. You know, I, I take Google Maps. I don't use Lyft's own uh, navigation, in-app navigation. So this is what the I set at my Google Maps in a way that literally it does not click into the Lyft app. I mean, Lyft navigation app until I'm literally 100 feet from the pin. Then, then Lyft, Google Waze, I mean, Google or Waze stops and it kicks me back to the Lyft app. And then that I only click arrive now because then I know I'm going to get the cancellation fee. I only click arrive when Lyft pops up the screen for me to click arrive. Okay. Then I'm getting my cancellation. Any other way, people, you are not going to get your two lousy dollars, even if you waited the five minutes and called the passenger. So I go back and forth. And of course, can you, the, the cancerous thing that goes back and forth, can you provide me? The system detected that you tapped to arrive somewhere other than the pickup location. No, I didn't. But if the system is so good to figure that out, you know, maybe sometimes you shouldn't put the pin in the middle of Santa Monica Ocean, you know, Pacific Ocean there once in a while where, you know, shit happens because your systems are not as accurate as you think they are. 
And he mm -hmm. goes, we're only able to charge the rider a fee if you're at the pickup location. What do you think I am? What do you think I am? I'm playing the games that you think I'm a lot of drivers are playing. You know, there's these guys out there, Chris. I don't know why. They go wait like around the corner, click the arrive button to collect the $2 cancellation fee. What kind of business sense does that make? So because of those bad apples, I got screwed multiple times this weekend not getting my $2. But now I learned my lesson. What I do is I wait until Lyft says click arrive, and then I'll click arrive. Otherwise, not a chance. And then we understand there may be circumstances that make up reaching the rider's pickup location difficult. No shit. But you're not going to pay the cancellation fee anyway in that case. And then this one on, 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 on. 45 minutes later, right? Here's the deal, Lyft. I spent 45 minutes doing this with these chatbots for $2. $2. Now, think about this, Lyft. If you just pay me that $2 and just pay me out of goodwill, just pay. Because you're charging $6.50 on the back end anyway. But just pay. Even if you didn't collect from the passenger, just pay. For the next 45 minutes, I could have done three more trips that would make you money and me money. Kill my 45 minutes, not get my $2. Lift loss at least two or three trips that I would have made the next 45 minutes. 50% of those fares is your loss as well. Just out of goodwill, fix this. Pay the driver two bucks, the lousy two bucks that they deserve. Instead of playing these games, oh, you weren't at the pin, you clicked arrive too early, blah, 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 blah. Too much. Just pay the $2, man. It's no big deal. Yep. Let me work. Let me go to work. Let me do more trips for you. Instead of dicking around with these AI chatbots back and forth. There you go. I said my piece. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. It's same thing. The other side of the coin, too, is, you know, we have a couple of hospitals in the area. And, um, you know, they, they'll put the pin where they are ordering the ride, which is nowhere near where you can go. You have to go either to the, to the parking lot. Uh, to one of the parking lots, either like the ER room or, um, you know, the, the employee entrance for a lot of the hospitals. And it's the same thing. So if you can't get into into there, you know, you got to tap it. And now you're out that cancellation fee if they're not coming or whatnot. Um, again, it's, it's 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 so stupid. Like, come on. There should be like a little bit of a geofence there. Pay, I get bro. it. If you're That's a bad pay. actor, a bad driver who's doing that. You know, here's the thing. You can you can write code to flag that in the system and then eliminate them from the platform. You can well, that's potentially the code do that, that they have. You, know, if you click arrive sometimes, Chris. If you click arrive, the the system will kick up a window saying that Are you sure you want to click arrive? And then yeah. you have excuses like GPS is not working or something or something mm -hmm. or something. Right? There are drivers, yeah. knuckleheads out there, who are waiting around the corner not to pick up a passenger, collect a two dollar cancellation fee. How much money can you make? How many of those can you get? You drove five minutes at least to get to the passenger anyway. Why are we playing these games? Wait. Because all you knuckleheads, we're getting screwed out there. For people like me who are really driving, trying to do something, just pay the two bucks, bro. And let me go. Let me go make more trips. Let me go do more trips yeah, for you. The big thing again bucks. is that they have that on record. They they could easily find those bad actors and just eliminate them from the platform. That's not a problem. You know, if if you, they're doing that, that's that's technically defrauding the system because you have no intention yeah. of somebody up you're exactly. trying to exactly exactly and you know that that's against community guidelines and i would be perfectly fine with that happening um they should be able to state their case though and you know if they don't have the the, the ability to back it up saying oh yeah we're, we're i'm actually taking rides but again it, like you said how much can you actually make by doing that like going around to drive to wait five you know that right there is probably 10 minutes worth of your time for two bucks even five bucks when it was five bucks i mean come on yeah, yeah. 
just pay the driver so they can go do they can go do trips you know you'll earn more they will earn more they're just wasting 45 minutes with an ai chatbot that is set up to mm -hmm. decline to deny period yep. every sentence in there is set up to deny why what are you doing by the way you're pissing the driver off they're gonna go screw you i'm gonna go to uber now you just lost a driver potentially seriously what's the point of this just pay the man the two dollars mm -hmm. done let me go let me go work you know what i mean that's it all right well speaking of money let's give away yeah. some some More 25 dollars and money. that way that that's worth what uh <laughs> that, that's worth a few cancellations right there More 12 money. cancellations 12 and a half cancellations right there um so make sure you put in hashtag smtmc in the chat uh we're gonna be wrapping up in a little bit uh we got a couple more things going um so let's you're a better man than me daniel <laughs> better man than me buddy better man than me anyway so uh so chris you know we did roxy donnie they were fame they became famous 15 minutes of fame in the wall street journal article we shot a couple of weeks ago right so yep. now when journalists call me because i'm just sick of them <laughs> they, they go they go well you got something for me i'm like what are you working on? They go like, well, I'm working on this story. I go, oh, I got the perfect people for you. So, so now I think I'm going to open up this agency, the Show Me the Money Club, um, alumni agency, which I'm I'm, I'm going to start collecting from these people. I mean, seriously, <laughs> it's like shit. If 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 Uber is not going to pay me, Lyft is not going to pay me. These people have to pay me. Look, this is front cover Business Insider this week. On the left is our Gabe, who is also the host of our uh, EV Money show with Chris once a month. In yep. the and middle, actually in the middle, today. our sunshine man, Jeff from South Carolina. And on the right, with his rideshare guy hat, Nathaniel from Portland, Oregon. So this was an article about four Uber and Lyft drivers calculated how much they made after expenses. It ranged from 22 to 40 an hour and EV tips, tax incentives. But the articles goes into the idea that a lot of drivers do not figure out their cost per mile. They don't know these, all these three, know it down to the penny what it, what it takes to operate. And we used to do those sessions. I think we should do those sessions again, Chris. Know your cost, know your cost per mile, because if your cost per mile is 25 cents, a 50 cent a mile trip is profitable for you. But if your cost per mile on a newer car is 70 cents, then at 70 cents a mile trip, you're working for charity. You got to know all this shit, but these three do. And these are Show Me The Money Club alumni, and they got their 15 minutes of fame and front cover business insider. So if you guys want to get famous, be nice to me, because when a journalist calls, then I can just recommend you people, according to your qualifications, of course. <laughs> and, and here it goes. And of course, we had to get RSG in there. But the company's figures don't account for driver's vehicle expenses, which take a cut out of their profits. Calculating these expenses can be complicated, and studies on ride-hailing hourly pay have come to varying conclusions. Sergio, me, an Uber driver who is a senior contributor to the gig advocacy blog, and we're an advocacy blog now, and YouTube channel, The Rideshare Guy, told Insider his research in Los Angeles found it cost the average driver between 5 and $7 an hour to run their car when all expenses were considered. That is true in L.A. anyway. So, but gas prices are going through the roof again, Chris. Well, six bucks again, six bucks almost again. I'm like, wow. So, this was an article. Jeff, Gabe, and Nathaniel, congrats. You guys um, 
are famous. 15 minutes of fame. So there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, we, we got to show a couple of fun little names in here. Yeah, these were, these were from this weekend. Lift, seriously. I'm really just like, just please. <laughs> this is unacceptable. I mean, on the one on the left actually could be construed kind of a racist. Maybe <laughs> I don't like what happened to inclusivity and stuff. This is bad stuff, people. This just okay. I get the horse. I mean, it could, it could be the horse's name. It could be the owner's name. Fine, whatever. But I can't take Daisy though. Daisy, I don't have a car big enough for Daisy. <laughs> I can't pick up Daisy. It won't fit in my car. But <laughs> but <laughs> these people have been on the platform 1.7 years and 2.8 years, right? 300 plus, 400 plus rides. You would think Lyft would catch this by now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Daisy. Yeah. Well, then we got a couple of funny oh, here. This was, I shit my pants on this one, bro. This was Gabe. He's like texting me. He goes, What is this shit with this cancellation surge? While I'm texting Lyft saying, God damn, pay the $2. And, and sure enough, Gabe ran into the exact same situation. He hit his head into the wall. <laughs> with Lyft chatbots and and, <laughs> and being Gabe, Gabe is Gabe. Look at his comment to the AI chatbot. He goes, I hope there is a hell for AI chatbots. <laughs> That's Gabe. Thank you so much for reaching out. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe. And it doesn't even and, phase the AI. <laughs> and then it goes, it goes, please accept my apologies for this cancel fee not received. <laughs> well, then just pay it. <laughs> yeah. So here's a situation I ran into this weekend, Chris. Let's see. We'll ask the chat what they will do. This was the last two rides of my uh <laughs> of my finishing my ride challenge. Mm -hmm. Right. So I get to Endeavor, you know, nice lady, nice girl going to college. Um Okay, look where. Well, okay, do you see that circle around the me, you know, my cursor? And do you see her pin, right? Okay, yep. I am literally on top of her, right? And yep. I'm like, okay, so I clicked the arrive button correctly. Now I'm waiting. I'm down to minute 20, you know, you know, five minute clock. We're down to minute 20. Yep. So right after start, she was nice enough to say, I will be out. I'm just making sure I have my key card. That was two minutes ago, meaning like at 3.20. So I'm going like, okay, this is the last two trips. I got to freaking wait. I mean, I got to finish this thing, right? And then she comes back and goes, hey, can you wait an extra three to five minutes? I'm just looking for my key card. Now, what would you people do in this circumstance? Because now the clock is run out, way out. We're done now. We're done with the five minutes. We're done with all that. So in my situation, what do I do? I waited because I wanted to finish my ride challenge. <laughs> now, if this was halfway through or the, anywhere with 10 to go, Endeavor would have seen my tailpipes for sure at five-minute level. <laughs> but uh, I waited, Chris. I waited. I waited. For me, and... I, I would have probably done the same thing you would have done. But yeah. if, let's say, we weren't going for a bonus or, you know, it was further Oh, no. Hell no. Hell no. This was uh, a $3 but... trip, bro. No, well, way. that's that's what I was gonna say. It would depend on the $3. distance. It would depend $3. on what type of trip it is. So know, if it was something like that, yeah, I'd be, I'd be out of there. There'd be, there'd be no reason to wait. Uh, yeah, I, at that I point, waited. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I got shit to do. Bye. 
and that but if it was if it was a decent ride or or something that could change uh, obviously okay. for me it's always a ride by ride basis so this was short uh, this was like a minute minute um, i mean less than a mile pickup and about a mile drop off it was I, I think i put the screenshot go to the next one let's see what it shows that's all we got yeah no that's all we have we that's it have okay so this was a short trip literally like it was a 307 trip and i took her from her college dorm to cvs uh literally five minutes away um and the trip was 307 but you see good things good karma she tipped me three bucks on this trip so it doubled oh, my earnings and so I didn't cancel on her and I was nice to her and I was like, okay, plus it was finishing my ride challenge because it had already 10 bucks attached to it anyway. So I was like, okay, whatever. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, man, um, it was interesting. I had a lot of findings, you know, the cancellation thing I found out about. Uh, I found out about actually two other things that we'll talk about next week. Um, destination filter is garbage now. It's like it's got a half hour timer. What happened to 90 minutes left? Uh, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Fix that. Yeah fix it yeah. but all fix right it. so we got a couple of announcements uh first we got ev money on thursday so make sure you stay tuned for that uh also that's with gabe and myself uh gabe was the one who was highlighted in the business article business insider article just a couple moments ago uh and then we have money hungry with kim and zach tomorrow that's 8 p.m uh eastern 5 p.m pacific uh so you can check that out i'm not sure who they have for a guest but uh, uh you can definitely check that out Sergio, you got anything going on? Uh, no, buddy. I, I'm uh, doing well. We're getting ready for Mr. Risher. I'm going to take your money, Nikki. Uh, five bucks. I will hold you to it. I will find you, Nikki. I'm Armenian. <laughs> I will collect that five bucks from you. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, David Risher is definitely coming on. I put a poll on Twitter. Please go check it out under my at Sergio ABED. At Sergio ABED. We have the community page. Please go to the community page and vote because every vote counts um what else have i going on i have nothing else going on buddy i'm just kind of hanging in there <laughs> working on a huge story bro let me tell you Ooh. something yeah yeah about the activations huge ah huge good good <laughs> i like i like when stories break about deactivations hopefully we can get something to fix yeah, yeah. so yeah. either way with, uh, with business insider again nancy nancy much appreciated thank you <laughs> Oh, they 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 like coming over, so that's cool. Yeah, they like um, it. They like they like it. But uh, yeah, make sure again. I'll be on Thursdays. Uh, EV money with Gabe, myself. That'll be in the afternoon time. Um, I forget what time that starts at. Uh, it's three p.m. Eastern, uh, noon Pacific. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Um, also, if you enjoy pizza, uh, I started a new yeah. series on my <laughs> other channel. Right already. And, uh, what's up? <laughs> What'd you say? You gained weight already, bro. <laughs> no, I'm losing. I actually, I'm down six pounds. So nice Are try. You? By yep. eating pizza? What the? No, freak? I eat, dude. I'm mostly carnivore, and I eat mostly carnivore, and then a little bit, uh, like salad or vegetable, uh, everyone like every few days. So oh, you're Jordan um, Peterson. Okay, yeah. I got you. All right. Yeah. All right. And then you know, I walk, I work out. So no, I'm yeah. losing weight. So I, I was at 210 at my highest, and now I just weighed myself earlier today. It's 196. <laughs> So okay. uh, we're going in the right direction. It's All down. Right. So, okay. uh, but either way, one slice of pizza a week is not going to be a problem. So if you enjoy pizza and you want to see some cool stuff around Buffalo, uh, <laughs> check out my series. It's That's called Buffalo one. by the Slice. We just went That's to a, a pizzeria. Uh, it was called Leo's and uh, went to a car show. Uh, really nice car show. They do it every year. But there was a really crazy car there. It was a two car uh, or two 
two-door car and it had the Uber sticker uh, right in the front. So go over there, check it out, and you'll laugh at the picture. And then also the, uh, <laughs> the sticker on the back was it was a DoorDash delivery sticker uh, on the back of a keg. So it was pretty cool to see. <laughs> That's right. He's the El Presidente. He's our El Presidente. Let's see. Okay, so this is the second 25 of my dollars? Yeah. Yep. Oh, Let's okay. see who the winner is. Great, great, great. And Craig, congratulations, Craig. Craig, Craig. You know... Uh, the fix is in, bro. I can swear Craig won before. <laughs> I think Craig would. I think Craig did win before that lucky yeah. son of a. <laughs> he's, a he's one of he's one of the Seattle lucky bastards. You know what, Craig? You shouldn't even be getting that twenty five. You should just send it back to us because you're making so much money up there. I don't even think you you do matter. I mean, a buck fifty a mile and sixty four cents a minute. I don't think you need twenty five to be honest with you. But we'll send it to you anyway. But we will. Yeah. We will. I will remember you now. So we will. We will cut you off now. There is no more Craig. So if you win again. No more. <laughs> there we go. Right there. That, that's pretty I'm much my diet right there. That, yeah, this is the new thing now, man. Yep. I don't know. I do, and I, and I usually do a 24-hour fast. So not 24 hours, but 20 and 4. So I go without eating for tw about 20 hours. Not and then possible. usually my window, my my window is about possible. 4 hours. Not huh? Not possible. No, I don't. Uh, I usually don't eat until about anywhere from noon to 2. Uh, that's my first meal, and my second meal is uh, after that is is around like anywhere between like five and six. Oh yeah, I I don't I can't do twenty and four. I probably can do maybe eighteen six or something, or maybe sixteen eight. Yeah, you can. I mean, I'll do every four hours of pizza. I'm gonna go eat you now, buddy. You know what? Though? One one of the episodes that I want to do, I want to get a few people together where we can see who can eat the most amount of pizza in one sitting. And I mean, go from there. So, because uh, I, mean, I, I can put down pizza pretty good, and I, I, I think I'm going to try to reach out to a couple of Bills players and see if they'd be interested. Okay. I'd love to have a couple of linebackers on that show just to see yeah. how much <laughs> they can put down, and then uh, see if I can. Beat them. You got your fame, Michael. You, we're not going to respin, but but we we made a note of uh, Craig Bethel. He's not going to win another twenty-five. And Michael was on our Behind the Wheel series. He's a goddamn character. You guys should go check it out. Video out is on the channel. He goes respin. No, not gonna respin just because you said it. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, man, eleven eighty nine Paris. That's uh, uh, where President McKinley was shot. Uh, that's actually part of it. There's like over oh. three hundred uh, pizzerias, so there's plenty of points of interest that we're going to be going to. Um, that is one of them because of the historical impact on that. Um, but there's there's a lot coming up. The next one uh, we were is actually at the Bill Stadium. Um, uh, so we're going to be touring no. the Bills Stadium a little bit on the field and some drone shots and then the new stadium that they're building across the street. Uh, and that was one of the uh, pizzerias that was that's literally right there. Um, so that's that's the next episode coming out. Right. So head over to my other channel. It's uh, Chris Pisa, uh, PZA. Um, so we can check that out and uh, enjoy some pizza and some crazy ass shit. <laughs> Hey, Sally, great idea. You know, why don't you write letters to, to, the, to the CEO? See, hoping you allow the whole two hours for it. Yeah, uh, I know. But, you know, these people, you know, they have time constraints and stuff. We're hoping 30, 30 minutes is minimum. We know already. So hopefully we're extended a little bit. Um, so I have to be on my, on my toes on that one. Um, the other question, uh, you know what? Next week we don't have a guest, Chris, before the oh. big one. Next week we're going to open up this channel. 
You know, we shouldn't even have topics next week. We should just allow people to come on and talk shit all day. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that, but I think the biggest thing that we should do oh, is shit. if there's anything big, if there's anything big that we do need to discuss, we'll have to yeah, we'll, we'll get that yeah. out of the way first, yeah, okay. and then and we'll open it up. But yeah, I think we should open it up, see what people are are interested and want to talk about and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, so there are certain things we can. I, okay. Yeah. Next week, totally interactive, Chris. We're going to put up the link and we're going to have people come on and we'll do a few topics and then we'll just have a good, good time before yep. the big one. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And then, yes, let everybody know two weeks, the 26th, 926. That is when David Risher will be on. And uh, yeah, we're going to have an interesting conversation and hopefully a very productive conversation from that. And uh, all the other announcements I just said five minutes ago, uh, all are in, in that too. And check out my shorts every Sunday. They're becoming really, not my short shorts, my short videos. They're becoming very popular, by the way. And, uh, and, we're not, and, we're not prom promoting your OnlyFans. <laughs> no, not yet, no. Um, actually, you know, that's not a bad idea. Side money, side hustle. Um, lastly, before we go, um, seriously, please go to the community page. Oh, Craig. Oh, yeah. Craig, I was messing with you, bro. Come <laughs> on, bro. Well, hey, we take it. I, I appreciate it. But, uh, yeah. you know, he knows he won like at least once before. So thank you, yeah. Craig. Much appreciate it. Um, I also have a video with Craig on. That's why it's very popular, actually. He was on Behind the Wheel. He's talking about how demand has not died in Seattle because they have higher rates. The guy is still pulling his money down. You know what I mean? So, hey, um, yeah um i forgot what i was going to say completely now but it's okay chris let's go home take it home all right well we are home we just gotta we just gotta enjoy the rest of the evening so with that being said enjoy the rest of your evening go out there make thumbs some up. money oh thumbs up please click the thumbs up it's free come on smash that like button smash according it. according to gabe you can't smash it you gotta click it uh so click the like <laughs> bucket button it don't matter but uh, we will see you guys next week for a much more interactive show and uh yeah again have a great rest thank of your you week guys, thank safe. you thank you we love you